This is The Mockery, the Forest Gate podcast. It's episode 9. No lilies here. There is something incredibly special about this area, about Forest Gate. People always talk about this and that they feel that they have moved into a community, into a neighbourhood, and they will make comment about the fact that they have never found anywhere like this or been anywhere like this or that this could actually be London and though I think we're all very lucky in that sense there is something truly magical about it well hello and welcome to episode nine of the mockery um I've got Gary here so sorry about that hello everybody how are you Gary you well not bad not bad good enjoying spring so far it's sprung, the daffodils are out in the garden yeah. and stuff, so yeah, very pleasant. Good. Any any concerns you have at the moment? I mean, I know you could be a whiny old git, so... Uh, Thank you, Tom. Yeah, no worries. Perhaps the parking signs need to be put a little bit to the left, or you need more harem butchers on the high street. Yeah. No, 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 I think we've dealt with the cats, we've yeah. dealt with the uh, posters about the cats. The posters and, about the cats, and yeah. anything else about the cats, it's yeah. all, all bubbling along nicely. Rubbish on the wants of flats has died down a bit, hasn't it? It's died down. A few beggars on the wood grate. They're a lot, a lot. Actually, I think they do it in shifts. Yeah. They do it in shifts, yeah. Um, But, um, oh, any complaints, you know, generally go on the older FG Life page. Um, So we've got a few things we're going to look at this month. Okay, um, yeah, we have. We have, haven't we? Uh, you've been busy. Um, I've been very busy. I'm not sure many of you uh, may have listened to the episode where we popped into Romans. If you didn't, you need to listen to it. Uh, yep, so, well, Gary popped into Romans. I did, uh, I did. And I'm glad to say that alcohol license is up and running. Yes. Have you have you tried their sample, their Tiger Ale? I had, did I have Tiger Ale? I can't remember which one I had now. They've got a couple, haven't they? I think, yeah, but it's actually so, a lager, not an ale. Was but, it? Uh, um, tiger and there's um, Kingfisher, Kingfisher yeah, and there's a cobra. Uh, cobra but anyway yeah. it goes very nice with the butter chicken indeed my favorite anyway tom it's time to say hello to tush lima from ghost chili uh, and we can listen to what she had to say when i spoke to her recently so my name's tush lima uh, i work in forest gate ghost chili run by my brother owned by my brother I don't know why I'm here, <laughs> to be honest. where my brother opened up business and I think found a good opportunity here. Yeah, it's going good. It's picked up. So it's me, in front of the house, with three days Hilal. My sister that works the other three days. At the back, it's my dad, a chef, and my uncle, so, and a delivery driver, Farouk. It's called Indian cuisine, but it's more like, obviously, we're Bengali. So it's something like it's curries, naans. The tandoori dishes are quite nice. So that's like the mixed grill, the shashlik, from the curries. Me personally, I like the rogan, jalfaisi. I'm more of the traditional curry than the mild curry person. And yeah, from the starters, I like the king plum butterfly, <laughs> the expensive things. <laughs> Popular things are the curries, I don't know, a lot of people do eat, from the special ghost chilli um, part of the menu, the chilli masala and the garlic masala is quite popular. Like At the beginning, people were telling us to put in offers, but we just wanted to see what people like. So obviously, a year later, we decided to put an offer in every Wednesdays. It's like 12 99 per person. So you get a starter, main, side dish, and rice or naan. So that's a bit different to their main menu. You've got a few, not a few, like one 
new starter dish that's not on the original menu and a one new main dish. In the future, we're going to get a new menu out, like a bit of a smaller one with different things on it. We delivered four mile radius. We cover E12, E11, E7, E6, E15, E20, E13. So we do cover a lot of areas. So you can order through telephone, through us, uh, Just Eat, Hungry House, yeah, those three. We're not in competition with other people. It's either you like our food or you don't. We don't, obviously there's aromas next door. We know they were here before us and it's a business. If you like the food, you'll come and eat. And obviously if you, if you like the service, you will come as well. It's not always about the food. You should try us. If you like us, then come back. If you don't, then just tell us you don't like it. Something we can change, maybe. But, you know, you might like something someone else might not. It's, you know, everyone got a, their own taste to food. Just saying, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. There's no... You don't need to, like, you know, bad, bad mouth there or anything. Like, you know, I know a lot of people like aromas than us. I know a lot of people like ghost chilli than aromas. So it's just, you know, what it is been a year we're going obviously there is something good about us that a lot of people still we see a lot of regular customers that do come back so it shows us our food is good and me and myself if I don't like something like I'm my family we're very food people like if we didn't like something we would tell the chef it's not nice like you know change it up like if I didn't like it I wouldn't honestly I would be like I don't like the food so I know why people are not coming but I know our food is nice, it is like fresh, everything is fresh. You know, everyone says that, but honestly, our food is fresh. I don't know, if you taste it, you can tell it is fresh. So do come and try us out and see what you think. Like, you know, you can bring your own wine, beer, soft drinks we sell, but you can bring your own. It's a small place for 14 people, 14 to 16 people, but it is very, I don't know, I find it quite homely, like quite comfortable to other restaurants but um, yeah so do come and try us out and everything My name is Natasha from the Old Slate Yard and you've been listening to Mockery <laughs> Ah the sound of the weekend Crossrail Because who doesn't love a rail replacement bus service? Well, there'll be no bad-mouthing here, Um, although I haven't been yet, but I'm sure it's lovely. I do need to go. Um, Is it it actually really spicy, Gary? It's as spicy as you want it to be, Tom. Um, I like it a lot. Mm. Um, They will change the amount of spice you can tolerate, if Mm. you tell them. I mean, you struggle with a Bombay mix, don't you? So. Oh, Bombay Sapphire as well. Bombay Sapphire, as you know. <laughs> as, we, as we discovered last night, when we should have done the recording for this. Um, good. Um, I will visit there. Um, do say visit uh, Ghost Chili when you can. Yes, indeed. Um, moving on. Well, um, Mick, who is uh, one of our other uh, lovely mockery people. There's a better way of saying that, I'm sure. A mockerette. Mockerette, yes. Uh, he, uh, well, he loves trimming an overgrown bush, uh, so we hear. Um, which is one of the reasons why he's on the Community Garden AGM. So, well, Mick, uh, let's see what you've been doing there. Um, I hear they're branching out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not well, good. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I'm at the Forest Gate Community Garden AGM and uh, I'm with Lucy. Lucy, what do you think of the garden? 
Hi, I've just been to the AGM and it certainly has been an exciting year, and, but not as exciting as the year to come. We've got Garden Trail coming up where everything's going to be orange, we've got more volunteering opportunities, we've got fundraising going on, we've got a big lunch which is being incorporated into another event. I tell you, it's all going on this year, 2017 Forest Gate Community Garden. Let's go. Thanks very much. I'd just like to say, while well, we're chatting about Forest Gate Community Garden, which is excellent on Earlham Grove, but also is outreach in many other parts of uh, Forest Gate, is that we've just launched a brand new website, Plug, Clang. Which What's you can... the website address, Lucy? Oh, you want to know what the website address is? It's, uh, it's fgcommunitygarden.org. That's fgcommunitygarden.org. We also have a very active Facebook and Twitter presence, so just look us up, Forest Gate Community Garden. So um, I've now moved to the other side of the room and there's a couple of young ladies. Okay, I'm Barbara McKenzie and I actually live in Earlham Grove, which is uh, a short distance away from the garden. So it's just fantastic for me to be able to walk to somewhere where I meet my neighbours and reunite with um, people I hadn't seen for a very long time. And that's been um, the, the nicest thing, apart from the garden itself. It's a really nice community meet-up place. It's great. And is there anyone here tonight that you haven't seen for a while? <laughs> oh, look, is that Jovine turning her head away? <laughs> I'm Jovine Young, and I live on Earlham Grove, and I enjoy going to the garden because I get to meet up with friends that I haven't seen for a long time, and also getting me a little bit more familiar with what gardening is all about. Hi, my name's Kevin. I live opposite the community garden, and in fact, that's how I first noticed it. Um, a group of the community were painting, sketching out the fence and painting it. Um, and uh, I ended up doing a, a time-lapse film, managed to put that together and then brought that to the first AGM. It, and once you get to meet the people that are actually involved with the garden, it's infectious. So I was soon doing jobs within the garden and I, I look on it as uh, both a, a, a fantastic resource lovely uh, meeting point for lots of the community, a whole spectrum, um, but also it's, I feel lucky because I'm able to go in there and do a bit of exercise in there by sawing something up or you know, putting some paving down, it's, it's great, great fun. Now with my honour who's done a fantastic amount of work on the community gardens, what one thing stood out for you in the last year? Just, just the way everybody worked together. We've had no problems, which you would never have predicted. We haven't had anybody who's been difficult, or everybody just everyone pulls together. It all just seems to work. And is the one thing that you're looking forward to in the new year, doing, coming, coming doing year? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to stand back from it, but it's so hard. It's, uh, no, it's been wonderful to see it grow from an idea. Good. Well, uh, lots of hard work by you and, and others, so thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Mick. And you can visit the website at fgcommunitygarden.org. You can also hire the space of the garden, so check that out. Or you can go and do a bit of weeding now you've twigged onto it. I heard someone say the other day it shows your age when you say www bit of the web address. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, you were around the time of the telegram, really, weren't you? So, um, but I do, I do actually say www.communitygardens.org. Well, I have never said that website address before, but yes, I think that's what I still do. But so you don't actually have to say the www bit. I still say HTTP. 
don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe it is showing my age. Um, but uh, yeah, so if I want to hire the space, what for, like a, a, a legal rave or a illegal rave? Well, yeah. I suppose it wouldn't. They wouldn't let me if I said I'm hiring it for an illegal rave, would they? No one let no. you hire anything. No, I don't think I do. I'm on the banned list for most things. Bad credit check. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard from Indian Summer, and I'm recommending Mockery Radio. Today we have a chat with the chubby dark lord of Forest Gate, Cherubin W. Ailes, and try to get a response to your questions on local issues. Cherubin, some people say there's a gambling problem in Forest Gate, with so many betting shops on the high street. Do you agree? Well, who doesn't like a little extra in the back pocket from time to time? I do. Forest Gate was so poor when I took over that we needed to give people the chance to make a little more extra dosh quickly. Look at all these rich people here now. We should be getting thanks for that. Have you anything else to say to those people who don't want to see more betting shops in Forest Gate? I'd say, just love a pint. Always love a pint. Well, should we chat about our new Forest Gate live correspondent? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, well, uh, it is arguably the most read and contributed page for the area and uh, quite the treasure trove of debate and insight and, and complaints. There's a, there's a lot of complaints, aren't there? A lot of Jeremy Corbyn as well. A lot of Jeremy Corbyn, actually. So it's a very political page, I would say. Um, mm. But but we've had a lot of people asking questions we've seen, and um, I've asked many myself. Um, and so we thought next month we are going to be sending uh, Samir into the gate... Um, well, or out of the gate, whatever you say, and uh, solving some of the puzzles that the good people of E7 have. Shouldn't um, take him long. Shouldn't take him long. Um, so uh, I don't quite know what he's going. He, he's, you know, he's a man of his own. Um, well, I don't know what I'm saying there. He's, he's a man on his own. He's a man on his own. Yeah, <laughs> he's on his own, and he's going to do some some puzzle solving. So watch this space, or listen to it. Anyway. Or listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, our first ever episode, and it features a bit of art, um, the, the, the art trail. yeah, the art trail. Yeah. The lovely sly. The lovely sly, indeed. And uh, we are now going to talk to another local artist, uh, Mr Tom Ellis. Um, now, he used to be a car garage, I think, wasn't it? And uh, his studio, I think, sits between Pizza Haven and Coffee 7. Is that right in thinking? Or should That's I spent, isn't it? Oh, is it? So where, where is... Where's, um, I don't know where his studio is. We don't know where he is, okay? So, Tom, if you're listening, where, where are you? Um, but uh, we're going to hear a bit about from him. He's uh, he's yeah, yeah, he, he's goes, all right? over the place. He, right, let's like Tom. Bash. Tom, where are you? Hello. We recently had a chat with local artist Tom Ellis at Coffee Seven. He talks about his life in Forest Gate and his work and what he likes about both. My name's Tom Ellis. I've lived in Forest Gate since two thousand and one. And yeah, we've been here all this time and it's, it's been amazing seeing in the last few years, I would say I was definitely sighted to, um, to really Coffee 7 and the Slate Yard. Actually, I would say they're the two transformative things. That's when I really saw there was a focal point for the community that I don't know if it was a new demographic, but a new kind of scene that was emerging and some good or bad. I, I mean, I just think it's good because it's, it's basically new groups of people who are invested in the area and, you've really, and we've really seen that flower. It's been an interesting place to live. I'm an artist. I've been an artist. I studied at Wimbledon, graduated in 1995, so a long time ago. I've wanted to be an artist all my life, really, so it's just a continuation of that. I make paintings. I often pair my paintings with furniture. and uh, But I'd say my work really centres around painting. I see it as an interesting 
thing because it's out of its time now. It's sort of it's lost its functional purpose and it's it's lost its transparency as a as a medium through which to communicate. Simply, that loss of purpose, that loss of centrality, makes it all the more interesting because I think it mirrors, in many ways, it mirrors the fact that in in life we we're increasingly losing the texture and the touch of reality in our lives. You know, with the digital age, with work, with social trends, you know, interpersonal space and identity and politically and globally and environmentally all these things and now we don't have the underpinning of a religious overview or even or even strong political ideologies so in that sense we're, we're in this very kind of unarticulated world and I think paintings kind of lack of basic grounding or sort of or kind of ideological bolstering makes it really interesting because it's sort of as when the artist is going in to start a painting they're almost mirroring the life conditions and so it's a kind of a, like a litmus test for what's going on I think. Tom talked about his exhibition at the Wallace Collection and what that involved. Yes yeah, so the Wallace Collection basically houses a collection that was bequeathed to the nation by Lady Wallace in I think 1897. So the Wallace Collection is like this kind of um, fixed text, is it's like a thing you can refer to which has many layers and I think that's really interesting because we know that that is going to be indefinite. And it means also that my role there, my position there, was very much as a guest, which has really informed how I've, how I've approached the work. My work in that top room floats in the space rather than, rather than assuming its place on the walls. So there are lots of ways in which it's been really, really interesting. Yeah. You know, another side of the Wallace project was working with um, charity painting in hospitals in this broad demographic, you know, in a way, low cultural space or non-cultural space of, of the NHS. That's confronted me with kind of a social context. In a way, the Wallace confronts me with a cultural and historical context with these paintings in doctors' waiting rooms. In the same way, I was almost entering that space physically so that it would force me, and in a way that I found quite both rewarding and challenging and almost uncomfortable, challenging me with a social, rich social responsibility or possible latent social responsibility. We asked him what he thought about art exhibitions in non-gallery spaces and whether he would be exhibiting again in Coffee 7. In the same way I would see that coming back, working here, where you've done so many shows and they've, and they've you know, and you've um, used as such a broad platform for artistic practice on all its levels, both amateur and professional. and It's a rich space and a complex space and I think it's something that I actually... In a way, it would be the most challenging context in which to work successfully as a kind of self-described professional artist with these, where, where I have these opportunities at many levels. It's still something that my mind is still focusing on, and, um, and I think it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I think it, I would see it as highly, highly challenging. Maybe it's a challenge I'm not quite ready for yet. Okay, well, um, there we go. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom Ellis. Thank you, Tom. Uh, there's a bit more from Tom coming up. Is there? Uh, right. Maybe next month. I think okay. Um, I mean, I'm not sure I got all of what he was trying to say there. Um, Did you? I'm not sure. I bought, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm more of a classic art lover myself, really. And a bit constable. Constable. Back to bush trimming. Bit, yeah, back to bush trimming indeed. Um, <laughs> a bit of a Rembrandt. <laughs> I also do rather enjoy a little bit of Turner. 
Do you? Mm. Oh. Yeah, but you know, I think you know. I think some people say they're obvious choices, but um, I don't like pretentious art. I will say that a lot of pretentious art. Are we going to name any names? No, <laughs> <laughs> not round here. We're, we're losing listeners as it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, if you could see the graph, no, no. Honestly, we've got loads of listeners now. Lots of people coming in from uh, Crimea. They're listening to Crimea at the moment. Yeah, um, big in Saudi Arabia, big, folks. Yeah, big in Saudi Arabia. So uh, quite, quite the. Uh, Quite the uh, podcast there. Hello, it's Anna Byworth from the Space East, and you're listening to The Mockery. Can I say it again? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that one. <laughs> well, I think that's really nearly us done, actually. But have um, you got any, any more words of wisdom, anything you need to uh, say to the good no, listeners not, of The Mockery? not at all. Just keep listening. We've got mm-hmm. some... Another couple of episodes bubbling. We've started mm-hmm. working on already. And we've got so, some uh, nice new music coming soon from various yeah, artists. Yeah, a whole new look mm-hmm. um, being designed at the moment by the lovely Paddy, who does uh, our swimming theme tapes. music yeah. from Swimming Tapes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, hopefully soon. Good. Well, uh, thanks for listening in. We'll, uh, we'll uh, look forward to hearing you next time. No, we'll look forward to you hearing us next time, is probably what we how we put it. Yeah. Thanks. Take care. See you later. See you Bye. That sounded like I was putting the phone down. (laughs) This is The Mockery, the Forest Gate podcast. Interviews were conducted by Mick, Gary and Dan, who also did the uploading and technical stuff. Tom wrote the links and funny stuff with Gary, who also edited the whole thing together. What do you want? What do you like? Tell us what you think about Forest Gate by writing or sending in a short audio file to theforestgatepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at The Mockery. Opening and closing music was Set the Fire by Swimming Tapes. For details of other music and sound effects used, please visit themockery.com for links. Thanks to Chock Shop Creative Limited and Coffee 7. The views expressed on this podcast are solely those of the contributors providing them and do not represent the makers of The Mockery podcast. This was a 2017 GMTD production for the Forest Gate podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. There'll be another one along soon. So I went to the hospital to see my poorly sick friend, and I came over all strange. The doctor said, who are you? I said, it's me, the great artist, Orange. He did some checks on me. Heartbeat, pulse, blood test, ECG and that. I asked the doctor what was wrong with me. He said I was perfect. Apart from my enlarged ego. Nom 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 nom